Hey friends, it's Caleb, and it's Tuesday, February 8th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show. This is the podcast helping you prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's the founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Global Hope India. and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Today, Kevin is joined by Dr. James Jernigan of Cornerstone Chiropractic in Cary, North Carolina. James is a brother in Christ, friend, and board member for Global Hope India. Put your hands together and let's welcome Kevin and James to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Caleb, for that wonderful introduction. I really appreciate our back office and all that they do to make the Kevin White Show all that it is. But it's co-hosts like Dr. James Jernigan, uh, who is joining me today, uh, that really makes this show even better than I could ever ask for or imagine. Brother, how are you? Thank you for being with me. Yes, thank you for having me. I uh, still a little jet lagged and um but man, I'm excited to be here. Like you, you were talking about before it's, it's there, you set these, you know, calendar appointments and uh, we set these times and I really do honor them. Every single chance that I get to be able to speak with you. I, I, you know, I really, I take that seriously and I I'm, I'm obviously super grateful for everything that you do and what you mean in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, you really do honor it and you honor me and I am just so blessed. You're a gift. The world doesn't know. It's February the 8th, 2022. But this week, you and your family have have grieved the loss of a loved one. You've traveled in the midst of a lot of travel disruptions. And I'm just grateful that you didn't cancel or postpone and you could have. But I know that in your weakness, God's going to be strong. And these will probably be one of our best episodes. So let's dive right in. If you're watching on YouTube, we're waving at you. We're saying hello. If you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, we're so grateful to have you in the audience today. Uh, we would love your feedback. You can reach out, reach out to me at Kevin at KevinWhite.us. If you have something for Dr. James, I'd be happy to share it with him as well. But thanks for, for being in the show. So today, I really want us to concentrate on a word, prophecy, but I want us to to think about it in a whole new way, perhaps. I just recently, back in January, I preached an accurate prophecy as a keynote, and God really ministered and gave me so much revelation about that message. I mean, like the Bible says, we're not, I don't want to re, re-preach that keynote. Go to kevinwhite.us or to my YouTube channel and look at that. Uh, you'll be blessed, I'm sure, if you would. And I'm not going to re-preach it, but the Bible promises that in the last days, the young, male and female, will prophesy. And there's a lot of good nuggets in that message. But one of the things God's just really been pounding on my heart recently related to prophecy. Uh, so I've been praying for more prophets. I've been praying for more prophecy. But God's been saying it starts with listening. And he's been showing me his call to listen. And, you know, so on that keynote, one of the primary fundamental messages was that prophecy is a message from God empowered by the Holy Spirit through the prophet, through, through the brothers and sisters, uh, believers in Christ. 
It's not about having an office of prophecy, being a prophet. It's about being obedient to the Spirit and speaking what God says. All of that, none of that matters if it didn't start with listening. Because the fundamental task of a prophet is to pass on the message from God. So if we fail at listening, prophecy can never even occur. And so so God's just really been marinating me, burdening me for for the call to listen, to to really be sensitive to the, the Spirit's voice in our lives. I'll come back and just give you a little bit more in just a moment. But Dr. James... What comes to mind? How would God have us really encourage the church around the world in in this verb of listening? When you when you're talking about prophecy and when you're talking about how important it is to, like you said, not necessarily like what we think God wants, but what God spoke to us. And so, in order to do that, that's an incredible, you know, that's an incredible honor. But then as even if we're just looking at like speaking on behalf of somebody, if I was to speak on behalf of Kevin, I have a duty and obligation and an obligation to, to speak as if, and try to portray that meaning as clearly as possible, because otherwise it's just my interpretation of your, you know, your, the interpretation. So, uh, so with that being said, you, you hit it right on the head. We have to be listening you know, and it, the Bible's very clear. There's some uh, Christians that say that, you know, God doesn't speak anymore, you know, and, but we can't have a deep and personal relationship with someone or God without communication both ways. And so, uh, so with that being said, you're exactly right. It's, we need to have that, that quiet time, the meditation time, journaling, listening to God, and yeah. then we can start to speak. And that's when he'll pour those things in our, in and on our hearts. And so with that being said, and, and I want to give the ball back to you. Absolutely. And I, I, I think it's incredible, you know, as, as listeners and, and followers of Christ, having a relationship, this should be something that we actively pursue to hear God's voice, to, to hear him more and more clearly. And there's a, a ton of, you know, things that you can do, but it really starts with the heart. It starts with us opening up our heart to what God has to say. We live in a society that says, well, I just think that our God wouldn't do this, or this is how I feel that God would be. And we're putting our feelings and we're projecting on what we think is, would be good if we were God. If that's really what we're going to really open it up is we say, you know, well, God wouldn't do this because, and then we put in our feelings without opening up the Bible and actually really looking at the verses, because if there's uh, something in the Bible that you don't agree with, we don't just change the Bible to make it view what we would say is, is right. That's where meditation and that's where prayer and that's where really asking God to reveal that area in our life so that we can find out what his truth is. You know, our truth, just live your truth is something that society says, but really we need to be listening and, and living God's truth. And yes. as we do that, there might be areas that in the Bible that, you know, are pretty convicting and, and without really opening up, not only what God says is true, but the heart behind why he says it's true, that's what he can start to reveal into our hearts, mm-hmm. start to soften our heart. And we can actually really start to dive in and, and build an even deeper relationship with God. And so I guess that's what I would like. My input would be is it's not what we think it's what mm-hmm. God thinks. 
And as we open it up, he will not only tell you why he says so, but he'll actually dive into the deeper reason of his heart behind it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's February the 8th and January's come and gone. Hopefully it was a great month for you. New Year's resolutions have probably come and gone. I hope you're still eating better and exercising more and all the things that you purpose to do. I want to ask you, everyone in the audience, myself included, did we prioritize listening as a value going into 2022? Because if you and I are trying to navigate a global pandemic and all of these unusual storms and natural phenomenons that's happening worldwide uh, with global warming and different things, if we're trying to navigate racial tension, and I could go on and on and on, without there being the anchor, the stability, the guide, the authority of the voice of God, we're going to be double-minded at best, and that's a miserable place to be. And if that's not enough, we could be full of anxiety, full of fear, full of doubt, full of depression, and full of everything that would keep us to want to live for February the 9th and the 10th and the 12th and 2023 and 2024. And that's not, that's not the provision of God. God is not saying, uh, I will give you grace until it fizzles out to the point that you take your own life. No, there's hope. There's future. That's 2025. That's 2026. But the way to get there is, is not necessarily going to be accumulating more money. There's nothing wrong with that and success and degrees and everything else. It's going to be in that still small voice within us. I mean, God can literally speak one word and change our entire perspective about cancer, about death, about financial loss, unemployment, the coronavirus, on and on and on. One word from Almighty God can change everything. I did a study, so I'm writing my third book, uh, Watch Your Word. And uh, there is roughly, between the various translations, you've got the New King James, you've got NIV, you've got New Living Translation, there's roughly 750,000 words in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, it's interesting to me that the Old Testament is 75% of those words. And so the building up to Christ was roughly 500,000 words or more. And then the provision, revelation of Christ and the building of the church in the New Testament was roughly 200,000 words. And, and so you see God reducing the amount of words he needs to get our attention, to reveal himself. And it's interesting, as I was studying, the, one of the primary words of Jesus is the word here. Think about that. One of the primary calls of Jesus, he said over and over and over, if you have ears to hear, let you hear. It, the one who has ears to hear, let him hear. And he, that was one of his most commonly used words was the word here. And in, my, in, in this book that I'm writing, What's Your Word? I start out with this passage out of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15. Now listen. Right there, another call to listen. Jesus 
then comes on the scene thousands of years later, and his most commonly used word is here. But in Deuteronomy, it says, now listen, today I am giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. But it all starts with the call to listen. Then Jesus comes and, and Jesus uses if you go to a red letter edition of the Bible and you counted all the red letters in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, here's, I'm holding up my Bible and you can see the red letters. There's roughly 65,000 words that Jesus spoke in the three public years of ministry, but his 33 years on earth, 65,000 words. And one of his most commonly used words was the word here. And so God's been burdening me to be praying for prophets to rise up, for prophecy to spread out. But he's, he's saying, if, if when people hear, when they hear my word, there will be prophecy. I mean, because there is power in the word of God. So if he speaks a word to you and I, we will be compelled, like we'll have no choice. It will be a privilege to go and share. Yes, there's sometimes that it's a hard word to share, but it will still be a unto the Lord that we will go and do that. So prophecy is not a problem unless we fail to hear. Anything else before we say goodbye to our audience today? Dr. James, what's, what's on your mind? There's a couple of things. Uh, yeah. That goes both ways too, because what else are we listening to? And sometimes we can't hear God because we're listening to so many other voices, so many other mm -hmm. media outlets or whatever it is. We just have all of this influx of sensory overload. We're just over overflowing with all of these words and words mm -hmm. have weight and weight can drastically change the quality of your life. And a lot of times, you know, it's almost like, you're scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or media or whatever it is. And you get to this, you're feeling so bad and you think, God, please just um, take that anxiety, take that depression, take the overwhelm away from me, lift that from me. And it's almost like God's saying, well, put down your phone because that's what's causing it. You know, mm -hmm. my word is healing. And so mm -hmm. as we, as we dive in and it's February, yes, but and just like the word here, there's also another meaning for here, which is here being present. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so if we can put down those other distractions and clear our mind, God's ready to talk to you. It's, yeah. you know, it's almost like you have a loved one that you haven't talked to in a while and they just really want to connect with you, mm -hmm. but they can't connect with you because you have your earphones in, you're doing your other things and you're so distracted, but becoming present and when we're present, that's when God's going to speak. And like, like Pastor Kevin said, when God starts speaking to you, his words are healing. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're hard as sometimes, but they're hard because we need to hear them. And then, because it might be convicting, but it's, it's to mm -hmm. heal. It's mm -hmm. to love. It's to up, you know, bring you up. And so when God starts speaking and you start really hearing God's voice, you're going to, like Ke Pastor Kevin said as well, you're going to want to spread this word because mm -hmm. it's going to heal and help heal others too. And so mm -hmm. as we start to declutter our mind, declutter our schedules, we have so much things in our schedules that, that really don't need to be there. If we can start to clear those out, filter through and set our schedule on a strong foundation filled with God's word and in, in, in his presence, he's going to start speaking to us, not only 
for us to tell other people, but for for us to know those truths too. And he's going to soften our heart. He's going to uh, encourage you. He's going to uplift you. And he's going to bring so much wisdom into your life that you're going to, again, have such a passion to start spreading this word to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. Well said. Well said. Um, I'm really sensing that maybe next week we need to just hit some practical things on how to eliminate the noise. I can share a lot about that, and I'm sure you can as well. So I invite you back next week to The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Have a wonderful week. Go and be prospered. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been The Kevin White Show. Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Kevin White International Incorporated. All rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show. Connect with Kevin now at kevinwhite.us. Kevin